Hi, it's Taylor. Quickly jumping in before the episode starts to let you know that we've changed our name and are now Sisters Assemble. You can find our updated social handles in the show notes. Enjoy the show! Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk Marvel Fan Theories podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Katie, and we're two sisters and borderline obsessed Marvel fans who have been following the Marvel Cinematic Universe closely for years. And now we want to share our MCU discussions with you. We chat about our own predictions and theories, plus some of our favorites from online, and our reactions to all of the Marvel content that's considered MCU canon, including the Disney Plus shows and the movies, as well as the Marvel news you need to know. Well, guys, we are officially less than a week out from the premiere of the Hawkeye event series or six six episode event series or whatever they're calling it. Um, so it is time to do our usual predictions episode. We're super excited for this show to come out and to get more content on a regular basis because it's been quite a minute since we've had a show coming out weekly that wasn't animated. So super pumped for that. Katie, give me your initial thoughts. What are you most excited for for Hawkeye? Now, you know me. I am a big boots-on-the-ground person. At the end of the day, those are my favorite. And I know, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I obviously, I love Wanda. She's one of my favorites. I mean, not Druerg. Um, <laughs> I love the whole, like, having powers kind of thing. I do. But down to the core, I am a boots-on-the-ground person. I've always liked Black Widow, Bucky, all of them. And I am... Very much looking forward to Hawkeye. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking forward to Kate Bishop. I think she looks awesome. And I'm not going to lie, I wasn't always a Haley Steinfeld. I went through it and I was like, eh, I don't really like you. She looks really good in it. I think she, like her character's like, I think she's doing well with the character from what I see. And I am pretty excited to finally get a little bit more on, on Hawkeye himself. Because unfortunately, and I will admit, I might have added to it. Where it was like, what was the need for Hawkeye? You know, like, I think a lot of people always were like, what does he do? Especially when you already had Black Widow. And I think this really gives more of a background. It gives a background on when he was Ronin or Roman. Was he Ronin? Ronin. They're all, they all sound the same. And so, you know, I'm pretty excited to touch on that aspect because obviously, like, that was probably my favorite part of Hawkeye once he went real dark during Endgame. So, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it and, you know, see what it plays into. Because obviously we know Yelena's going to make an appearance, but she hasn't made an appearance in the trailers, which I would, I would understand why, but I'm excited to see where she does. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be excited about. I think it's like the best kind of whiplash to go from something like the Eternals, which is so literally not of this planet to something so small what seems so small in comparison in Hawkeye and and I was re-watching the trailers earlier in preparation for this episode and it struck me how this a lot of what he's going to be dealing with in this show are the consequences of his time as Ronin which to your point is something I think really interesting and something really like just touched upon and, and now I kind of understand why they didn't expand more upon that in endgame was because you know they had already obviously had this in plan to really take a deep dive into his time as Ronan and what he did um so I'm really excited about that aspect as well I'm I'm not gonna lie I'm excited to go back to New York you know I think in a lot of ways New York is where it all started I mean in many literal senses it's where Cap's from he's Brooklyn born and bred but also it's where the Avengers first got together and where they had their epic battle with Loki. So I think coming back to that to that setting will in a way kind of bring us all full circle because this is probably the last show or movie centered on the original six. So it's kind of nice to that they all got together in New York and now the last piece of content we're going to get is also centered in New York. Um, so I've been thinking about that. And also just your to your point, Kate Bishop, I mean, I too was not a huge Haley Steinfeld fan. Um, before this but just even in the trailer she's started to pull me over to her side so I'm really excited to see more of her and, and how she takes the character after or in this show and, and moving forward yeah I mean I'm excited for her and like I said I, I did bring up Yelena because we obviously Black Widow and couldn't see and I just think like I said about Hawkeye and you brought up New York and actually I did want to say you did bring up about the original six we do now and can confirm we will be seeing more of Bruce Banner though 
So, oh, and Thor, what am I saying? But I, yeah, well, I, I, yeah, yeah. show wise, though, we know Hulk for sure is going to yeah, be a She Hulk. Yeah. And I just, I think it's different now. Like, let me rephrase my previous statement. This is the last time we're going to get a show or movie on one that we haven't seen before, in the sense that, like, he was the last piece of the puzzle. Everybody has now gotten, you know, Black Widow got her movie, Cap and Iron Man, and got his tri- their trilogy. Thor got his fork wool or whatever you would call it, you know. Even Hulk got, you know, his movie, if you will, and now he's going to be in She-Hulk, which is kind of his, you know, a little bit more on him, too. And honestly, Ragnarok, he stole the show on Ragnarok anyway. So, you know, this is the last new piece of content for an Avenger that has not gotten kind of their solo spotlight moment. So I'm, I'm going to amend my previous statement. Still a good circle. I like that little metaphor, but I'm going to put a little caveat on there. Well, and I, I think Hawkeye is going to be interesting in the sense of, two, it's another passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. So it's very similar to um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier in the sense of it's going to be not quite as direct, or I should say it's going to be more direct um, because it's obviously Sam was coming into trying to be Captain America and Bucky was essentially pushing him. It wasn't so much Steve was there, like, essentially training him or anything, But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to say, like, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see Hawkeye out in uh, an effective way, I think, because, I mean, after Endgame, after what happened, I mean, obviously, everyone, uh, it should have been Clint. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) I think it'll be a good way. And I I really hope they kind of touch on a little more of the loss of Natasha, because obviously, Elaine is going to get brought into it. Obviously, we see why Elaine is getting brought into it at one point. So I really hope they talk a little bit more on the loss for both Yelena and Hawkeye, since I think we saw only parts of that in Endgame, and obviously we only had the end credit scene of Yelena going to her sister's grave. So I kind of want to see more. I also would love to understand, like, did she get the grave? Like, I I know that's the most minor thing, but I kind of want to know, like, was Clint responsible for the grave? Was Yelena responsible for the grave? Like, I kind of want a little bit more on that, and that just might be a personal thing because... I love Natasha, but it's also the connecting character between the two of them. So I definitely think we're going to see more about the loss. I think, you know, I think Clint probably feels a lot of guilt. Obviously, you could see that when she didn't come back and they have that whole funeral, non-funeral thing that they do where each one of the Avengers kind of shows the one of the stages of grief. Like a lot of people have pointed that out. So, I mean, you can obviously tell that he's absolutely demolished, but it will be interesting when he when Yelena confronts him because she's almost like the personification of his guilt like he feels responsible but here's a person who loved Natasha as much if not more than he did telling him you're the reason my sister's dead and obviously she doesn't know the full story but it's interesting the way that her character is going to come into this kind of as that that voice in his head that's repeating all the negative things that he's probably already saying about himself as he tries to move on and live life with his family. Yeah, and I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, I am intrigued to understand the sense of the villains because I think it, I don't know what trailer, but I'm going to just say in general, in one of the trailers, I believe it's it's Hawkeye himself who is saying, you know, I made a lot of enemies when I was who I was, and now it's coming, like something of the lines of them, like now it's coming back. I am a little intrigued, because not that I don't believe he made plenty of enemies here in America, but when we did see him, he wasn't in America. I so actually wanted to bring that up. That. Yeah. So he says something where he's like, in this city, and I thought he meant New York, because obviously it takes place in New York. I mean, you see them on the Rockefeller skating rink and, and all that. So I'm wondering, you know, you and I had both assumed it was East Asia based on the signage that he was standing in front of when she came to get him, when Natasha came to get him in Endgame. But now I'm wondering if if he's saying New York, was it like a Chinatown or like a Korea town maybe where he was? And we assumed because of the the character, not characters in the sense of like comic book characters, but the written characters on the signs that it was East Asia. But perhaps it's actually kind of one of those neighborhoods in New York that's very prevalent within Asian culture. That's that's kind of what struck me when I was rewatching the the trailers, I was like, oh, if he's saying this happened in New York, then I'm wondering if it happened in one of those communities. Well, it also makes sense just because, not that I'm saying, like, he doesn't necessarily have the resources, but at the same time, I mean, a lot of his resources came from S.H.I.E.L.D., and obviously S.H.I.E.L.D. was not 
I mean, already present as it was, let alone anyone who was there, a lot of them were dusted. So I really like that other part of me was like, I don't really know how he ended up halfway across the world. Yeah. So it would make a lot of sense. And I mean, if they were in Avengers Compound, they were only two, three hours away from New York City. So it would have still warranted a trip, but it wouldn't have necessarily... It would been. also explain how she got to him so quickly. Yeah. Because, I mean, to like, be fair, there was, like, a time... We, there could have been a time jump, but we, like, didn't... Like, yeah, I just felt like... I don't know. It it seemed a little... It She didn't seem phased by the idea of going to see him, which it now, if we're thinking he's in the city and she's, you know, upstate a few hours away, like, that kind of makes a little more sense. I don't know. Maybe I'm just reaching because I, I'm now kind of pivoting where what we thought earlier, but... I don't know, it, it does make a lot of sense if it were to be in, like, a Chinatown or a Koreatown or something like that. Just makes a lot of sense. So I wouldn't be surprised if kind of that's where we were kind of a little off before. Yeah. But, I mean, here's my thing is, like I said, I brought up the villains a little bit because I'm intrigued um, to understand who they are. I'm intrigued because if we think back to that, and I, I don't, <laughs> I mean, I will love to make it about Black Widow, if I, but I don't want to make it about Black Widow. If we think back to the end credit scene, obviously we see that Valentina, mm-hmm. okay, I just want to make sure I'm saying that right because it's been a little while, is putting Elena up to the task to go after Hawkeye, which means she's got ties to these people. So yeah. there's a bigger concept there. And so obviously a lot of the people I'm thinking we're seeing are not anyone necessarily important. They're kind of just... Henchmen. Yeah. Yeah. My thoughts, are, and I don't want to, like, skip over what I think Hawkeye is going to be about, but I think it's very clear. Like, in these kind of things, I feel like it's, I don't expect a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, I Just think, because of the sense. I mean, I think they've been so, and I've been talking a lot, because as we're recording now on a Tuesday night, um, at a little after 8.30, the Spider-Man trailer is coming out, right, about 20 minutes ago. So right as we finish this recording, we're going to check that out. Oh, God. But... I bring it up because so many of the trailers recently have been so misleading. Like, Shang-Chi completely misdirected us. I mean, The Eternals absolutely was a 180 from what we thought it was going to be. So, I guess I'm hesitant to say, even with this show, that it's clear because I think we may think so. But over the course of six episodes, I wouldn't be surprised if they really really shock us so i guess uh, i don't I know mean, i mean maybe you're feeling more confident than i am i just feel like marvel's been on such a twisty twist lately that i'm i'm afraid <laughs> to say here's any confidence. my thought process on why i say that though is only because the biggest twist i expect involves yelena and hawkeye is one of the few things we have gotten a proper end credit scene for prior to it coming out yeah because I can I'm actually kind you, of surprised they did that in a yes, way. Because first off, not only was it shocking to us at Black Widow, but had they held off on that end credit scene and brought her into the show, that would have been that moment. Yeah. Of like, oh my god. But if we're gonna talk about the oh my god moment, can I give you my prediction for what it's really gonna be? Yeah. Because we, I mean, obviously it's not gonna be Elena. We know she's gonna be in it. What I think it's going to be now, and potentially the reason that they gave away Yelena so early, is there have been a lot of rumors of them bringing Kingpin into live action. I did see that. Weave the web about why this is starting to seem more and more likely based on things that have been confirmed and the ongoing rumors that are out there. So, first of all, he's obviously a big New York player. If you're going to talk about the crime underground in New York and not talk about the kingpin, I think that's a big missed opportunity. Two, and potentially most tellingly, the character Echo, who is going to be in this show, who's getting her own spinoff, like she's introduced in the show and she was one of the spinoffs introduced in Disney Plus Day. She is Fisk, meaning um, Wilson Fisk, kingpin's like adoptive daughter. I think she like, he kills her father and then raises her or something along those lines. Um, so she has a huge, huge tie to him. And then last but not least, there's the big, and it may have come out because we're, we haven't watched the trailer yet, but the big um, rumor that Charlie Cox's Daredevil is going to be in Spider-Man and that I've seen further rumors than that they're going to reboot Daredevil with him as the lead 
um, in the next few years because obviously people really like the Netflix show. So I just feel like there's so many clues pointing, and obviously Kingpin was a huge, huge player in that. And I think his name is Vincent Dionafrio, the guy from Law and Order plays Fisk in that show. And I just think he did. I mean, I haven't seen all the shows; a little too gory for my preferences but people love him in that role so I wouldn't and he's he's expressed that he's open to reprising it so I wouldn't be surprised if we get a reveal or even just like some sort of maybe not a full reveal because to reveal that type of character of that level in a show is kind of a big deal but like some sort of hint that's like unmistakable that he's back because I just think there are so many clues pointing that way that I can't imagine him not not being in this show. No, and I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm glad you brought that up, because obviously I have also been seeing it. Because, and like I said, I don't want to, like, skip around too much, but if you really think about it, a lot of the trailers just... Well, first of all, a lot of the trailers are the same types of clips. Which they've been Um, doing over and over again. Right. So it's not as easy to kind of be like, okay, what's happening here? But also with Boots on the Ground Soldiers, you can kind of put it together. You're not going to have a lot of the twists and turns with the mystical aspect of it. Right. um, Just because that's not how that usually works. Um, and I definitely, like, I can confidently tell you they're not going to bring any of the mystical aspect directly into Hawkeye just because that's not the purpose of this show. Definitely a passing of the torch show, and that's what they're trying to do. But on, on the other side of it, it's what else will it set up? Because I can't believe that they're going to leave it at Young Avengers with Kate. Because, I mean, even look at the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They just decided to drop a Young Avenger in that show. Just, like... A little sprinkle here. and Yeah, and he was there like, he what, two minutes of screen time max in the whole show? Exactly. And obviously, with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's a little different because we're still going to see Sam and Bucky return. But that was part of the idea with that is like, okay, I gave a sprinkle of that. So I can't see them not doing more. So I would not be surprised if it's more of a hint towards Kingpin. And I want to say, because I, I like I said, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves in the, in the form of MCU-related things. But as of lately, the rumors have been going around that they plan to extend Tom Holland's Spider-Man. They want to give him another trilogy after this. And now because of the form of No Way Home, I would not be surprised if they touch on more of his original type of villains. That when you think of him, you think of Tom or you think of Spider-Man. Like we've already seen it with Venom. You know, that's coming. And, you know, if they introduce. Yeah. And if they if they introduce Kingpin here. There you go. That's a big entrance right into another movie right there. So I think I wouldn't be surprised to get the hint. I don't think we'd fully see him, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he has the ties with Valentina. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing, that she could be working for him. I'm wondering, because the the big rumor now, and I I bring this up because it does relate to Yelena, who will obviously be in the show, the rumor is that Valentina is kind of putting together the Thunderbolts. Right. Because obviously you have he who shall not be named faux cap and you have Yelena, um, the Zemo, Zemo and um, Red Hulk, who's turning. He hasn't turned yet, but Captain he's Ross. looking like he's going to turn uh, General Ross. Yes. General. I, I was like, Captain didn't sound right, but I remembered <laughs> his last name. And I think there's one or two other characters that we've seen or are coming. I'm trying to remember who they are, but I'm blanking. Well, didn't we talk about Abomination at one point? I think he might be part. But are there two Hulklings in there? I I do think there's a yeah. I don't remember. I um, mean, the, either to be way. fair, the Thunderbolts are just like the Avengers in the form of yeah. They kind of they they shift around who's involved, who's not involved. Uh, so yeah, Marvel's gonna make their and take their pick. Yeah. I either way, I say all this to say she's putting together obviously we've seen her with two of them now she's theoretically putting together the thunderbolts so i wouldn't be surprised if this further can sets up the thunderbolts because you know i think she's gonna be in it and then obviously we have yelena um i don't know if maybe you know we'll catch a glimpse of faux cap like maybe he's gonna come in there like i could see that possibly happening 
just as like even like not even as a big thing but like or that he's gonna fight but even as like someone who Yelena goes to like you know she's meeting up with Valentina and he's there like just something like a little breadcrumb to show like not only is Valentina like connecting with these people but she's connecting them with each other and like it's coming yeah my only thought process and I feel like I might have mentioned this this I can't speak um right when Black Widow had come out is while I do believe Yelena to like, I wouldn't be surprised. At the same time, she's not going to take kindly to the fact that she was tricked by Val- Valentina. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm going to... Like, that's the only wrench I'm going to throw in your little plan. Because I like no, it. No, I was thinking but... about that, too. I was like, as I was saying it, I, in the back of my mind, I was thinking about how... Is she going to want to work with Valentina? I mean, I feel like... So here's my, here's my read on Yelena. I think, like her sister, she very much is willing to work with whoever is going to get her what she wants. Right, but once she goes after Hawkeye, I think, and realizes what has happened, like, you know what I mean? She's not going to... Oh, for sure. But I don't think what she really wants is to attack Hawkeye. I think what she wants is to be like her sister and do good like her sister did, did and follow in her footsteps. So now that the Avengers are a little more scattered to Icarus's point or the Eternals point like they don't have a leader really anymore without Cap and Iron Man so they're really very disjointed so maybe she sees she being Elena sees the Thunderbolts like as a way or as a team mechanism for her to do something similar to what her sister did because that's kind of what if memory serves Valentina sold into faux Cap was like well, yeah, you can't be in the Avengers, like, you killed a guy, but, you know, here's an opportunity to still do good. Yeah, you have blood on your hands, but... Yeah. They're, like, um, anti-heroes, essentially. Yeah. So and I, I actually, that's why I feel like I could still see Elena willing to overlook, like, Valentina's deception, because she still is giving her what she wants in the end, which is a way to live out her sister's legacy. Well, and, okay, I don't want to get too off of this, but I just actually wanted to bring up, I think that'd be an interesting place to put Bucky. Yeah. I think that'd be an interesting place to put his character, because I'm, I'm a little tired of the whole, like, I'm a side dude. Like, I think that'd be a cool place to put him. Regardless, moving forward, <laughs> um, I just wanted to get that thought off my chest. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting what doors Hawkeye opens, because not that I want to overlook the show itself, I think it's going to be great, but and I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, uh, anyway, moving past it, what does it do? But that's really the most important thing about these shows, is what does, like, what do they do? Because at the end of the day, Marvel's still always going to be focused on the big movies, and setting up the big movies. So all of this, like I said, it does it can't just end with passing it to Kate Bishop because that we already knew the Young Avengers are coming. We know it's happening. We've we've gotten like five of them at this point. So I'm I'm just excited to see what else it sets up along with saying goodbye to one of the last of the originals because at this point three of them are dead and Thor's off. Wait, who else is Tony and Nat are dead, but Steve's dead, who else dude. Is dead? In your mind, maybe. I hope he's dead. He's dead to me. <laughs> but come on, everyone's like he's dead. What are they gonna do with the guy? Although that's a totally different rumor. I'm not even gonna address right now. Um, <laughs> that's a. All that's I'm a saying Spider-Man, is with Marvel, that's if a they did Spider-Man predictions rumor, I'll bring up. <laughs> if they didn't die on screen, they're not dead. Um, nobody, no death. I'm sorry. Well, I hope he's. Dead. I'm actually not sorry. Why am I apologizing? He should die anyway. He made a terrible life choice. He could still be alive, but that was on him. He went into the past anyway. Um. <laughs> My, We're not getting into that my discussion My point again. being, three of the original Avengers are now dead. We know Hulk will be in She-Hulk and possibly in the next Thor. We are, we're saying goodbye to Hawkeye. Um, who am I missing? Why am I? Oh, wait, who am I missing? Thor. Oh, Thor will be in the next. That I said, because <laughs> I said Hulk will be in the next Thor, I like overrode the fact that Thor is a person. Yeah, Thor, of course, we know more of him. And I think it's ready. It's it's the time to say goodbye to Hawkeye, and here's another reason why, and not because, like I said, through my years I've been anti-Hawkeye sometimes because he's made me mad. Um, <laughs> I think, too, when I look at the Avengers, I see Cap Iron Man, I see Natasha Hawkeye, and I see Thor Hulk. And I think now Hawkeye's the odd man out, yeah. and I think it's time without his partner in crime to move on, I mean... Her replacement has come. I think it's ready to see his. I could see a great friendship between Yelena and Kate. I think that would be awesome. 
I think those two would be they actually so do have very compatible, yeah, yeah. very compatible personalities. Like, I put them to like if you're trying to create like an all girl Avengers, go off because like I'd love it, but which I mean like almost like oh my god, Shang Chi's sister, <laughs> yes, yeah, but like look at all of them, like I mean they really are. I mean look at who's taking up. I mean okay, with the exception of Sam as Cap, but I mean look who's taking up after Hulk. Look who's taking up after Thor. Like, we're... Oh, Riri taking up after Tony? Exactly. I mean, Sam Literally the, the only, only one, one who's... Well, I know you're going to hate what's about to come out of my mouth, but there is Captain Carter. Oh my gosh. Fans, there's a really long pause here, and it's because Caitlin is looking <laughs> like she's trying not to explode all over her walls. Here's my issue with that. There has been a lot of talk that Henry Cavill wants to come in. Oh, as Captain Britain? Yes. Don't even. I know. And I'm I literally would, in I, a heartbeat, yes. rather see them do that than bring a character who no one cared about the first time she was in the MCU and no one's going to care about now. I just really want them to shove DC's face in it because DC screwed him over and now Marvel's going to welcome him with open arms, but that's just me being bitter. Well, mine's bitter on the other side, so I get it. But... That's fine. <laughs> Either way, um, that's what, so I think it's good. Like, I would see Yelena and Kate have a great relationship. I would love to see more of that. And I really hope, and I know, like, we've kind of talked a little bit about Young Avengers because of Hawkeye. I hope it's like a show. I hope we see it a little bit. I hope we see them interact with some of the real Avengers, um, whoever the heck those are anymore. Who knows? And <laughs> I really, like, I would really appreciate eventually seeing some of these kids grow to be part of the real Avengers. And I think Kate would be a good one. Especially because she, yes, she's getting shown to be, like, younger, but obviously Haley Steinfeld is not 18. So I think that, she's, like, literally the same age as Florence, so, <laughs> or, like, right around the same age. It's also interesting because she and Florence, meaning Kate and Yelena, are two of the only young Avengers who have really gotten to learn from a a current adult Avenger. Like, yeah. yes, I guess Billy and Sam a little bit, but, like, they're kind of off in the netherworld, so God only knows what they're learning out there. They only, like, partially exist right now. Yeah, so, like, and then Elijah, like, his grandfather really didn't obviously want to talk about that time in his life. Like, so he wasn't out there teaching him that stuff. So, I mean, maybe he'll learn from Sam, and that's part of Cap 4, I don't know. But thus far, the only two of young well i guess elena is not really a young avenger she's more of a thunderbolt but so kate's really the only young avenger who's actually actively learned from a current avenger like hands-on teaching well i just had a great thought and now like my brain in the meantime of trying that wait for you to finish i lost it oh no that was such a good thought too and that's gonna annoy the heck out of me oh well first you also have cassie cassie's learning from her dad Oh my god, I forgot. I I still think of her as a six-year-old because yeah. she had like two minutes of screen time as a 16-year-old, well, I, so give me a minute. That was one thing I knew I wanted to say, but the actual thought that I had, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I do remember it. Yes, and also, since this has kind of been an extended version of what will Hawkeye lead into and stuff, I also want to kind of pull back and be what else I wanted to address because I know we talked a little bit about that. I would actually really like it to address... Hawkeye's relationship with Wanda. Yeah. Because I'm a because I think that's something a lot of people thought since Endgame has been angry about because he's the one who pushed her and said, You walk out the door those doors, you're an Avenger. He was always there for her, even in Civil War. And he so, protected her. Yes. He came and, back really for her. Yes. And so I would really like to see what happens a little bit because he was that mentor figure for her. I mean her freaking d- brother gave up his life for the guy and he named his son after him because of it. So I, I would, and I know this is like, oh, it has nothing to do with the series, but it's like, I feel like you can't say goodbye to Hawkeye without somewhat addressing that he, like, did he at least call? Like, you know, like, did he not even bother? And I get it. Like, your family just came back, but it's like, you knew how messed up Wanda was. Like, no, this, I'm so glad you brought that up because it brings up a much, much bigger question. So I guess if if you're thinking about the blip, do they tell us what time of year the blip is? It's like summer, right? 
or like spring. I think I have always assumed it to be spring, but that could also just because Endgame came out in the spring. <laughs> I like honestly like, oh, same. May. That's why I always assume WandaVision is like a it like takes place in January, even though like chronologically that doesn't make sense. But that's like when it came I out. I mean, I think it has to be the spring because if you think to, and this is hard because I know Far From Home came out like after and then nothing and then you know covid and but he was still in school going into summer break when they were coming and it was a few months after right yeah so it's like early spring maybe end of winter okay well i say all this to say if hawkeye is coming out in december we're now almost a full year out from the blip yeah so if he were to have said something to wanda it would have had to have been actually it would have had to have been in the days between the blip and WandaVision mm-hmm. in the week or so because she only like exists as Wanda for that week and then she becomes a Scarlet Witch and she's off doing whatever she's doing in the mountains. Yeah. So like it would have had to have been so I don't know if you're gonna get what you want. Like I want to see it too, but I don't know if we're gonna get that That's unless fair. there's a one liner where he basically says like I talked to Wanda and then she went off the grid like. I'd be know. happy with a one like liner. he didn't have a very large I, I'm just saying he didn't have a very large window in which to even get that closure with her because she did what she did and it kinda had a breakdown and then, you know, we all know what happened because we watched WandaVision. Well now I'm raising my hand because now if we're gonna talk timeline, here are my timeline issues. I get it, he's partially retired. <laughs> okay. But here are some of my thoughts. Super soldiers running around in New York. He said, not for me. Um, The entire earth is shaking. Not for me. Um, (laughs) So I guess like looking at that, I'm like, okay, there's been things that have come out that I'm like, okay. Yes, but to be fair, Kate, like, I guess that's the age old question. You know, why when S.H.I.E.L.D. was falling, didn't Iron Man come in? Like, sometimes you just gotta let it go and just say... It is the nature of the beast, but and like, this is uh, what it I, is. I can understand if he's like, ah, an earthquake in places that don't get earthquakes. Not for me. But I'm a little angry about the the super soldiers in New York when he's in New York. <laughs> but to be fair, I don't. I think they're on a family vacation because he oh. sends the family home, and he stays in New York. So I think they're visit. So uh, my understanding is they're there to watch the Rogers musical. Like they're there to visit New York for the holidays and go see like the Rogers Broadway show. So I don't think he's actually living in New York full time. Okay. Then I give him a slight hall pass on that because, but still, I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Besides, Sam and Bucky had that well, on But I'm also just fine. intrigued because we're skipping all the way to Christmas now. So in my mind, we're almost caught up to where we are in our lives and where Hawkeye is. We're like, what, a year or two back now? Two, yeah. So we're almost caught up and I, I can almost live with that. I just, where is this too because Peter's been shown to be Spider-Man and this already happened prior to Hawkeye so I I don't know and like I I know this is not always like the crux of a show but like it's like understanding really the where it is and everything is what helps to understand what impacts it and what the implications are so yeah well did he interact with Spider-Man during Civil War? I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched Civil War. I mean, but he knew of him because he they were in the same battle. So it's not that they didn't know of each other. Right. I guess I'm just wondering, like, would he care that he got unmasked? Or, I mean, like, you know. Hawkeye seems to be the guy who goes out to protect the kids. So I, that would be surprising to me that he didn't. Especially after the mentor of Iron Man was killed or died. Yeah. And just two, because they happen to be in yeah, New York. Yeah, I guess I'm just playing a little well, bit yeah, of Well, yeah, and they happen to be in New York, which is why I also bring it up, because obviously that's where Peter is. So, and I, granted, even if they are on a vacation, I'd still, yeah. I, I'm just intrigued. Actually, here's a devil's advocate thought for you. So, we, and this is, I'm going to try to stay away from Spider-Man predictions as much as possible, but I do think Spider-Man and Hawkeye, in this case, are kind of happening, one kind of feeds into the other. I actually think that... No Way Home actually happens before Hawkeye. And I'll tell you why. You see Peter going into school and he's still very much dealing with the fallout of being unmasked, which obviously happens at the end of Far From Home. 
And that to me feels like it wouldn't last six months of people hating you. Like people don't hate in that many numbers for that long. Okay. You know, so I guess I'm just wondering if it takes place before Hawkeye, which makes the whole multiverse That's what I was just very confusing because multiverse Because I was going to say, do you want me to play so the I just, devil's advocate towards you? Because what about the multiverse then? So, no, I definitely was calculating it in. I just, none of, like, one and one don't equal two. Like, Marvel, I, think I just need a little help. until we can have pure <laughs> confirmation of where Spider-Man is, it's hard to understand its implications on everything else. And, I mean, I think we ran into this problem once before, and I, I think we're going to keep running into it, unfortunately, is it could, like, when they were starting phase one, it could be messy. And it also, it, it didn't need to all gel. The issue is, is I think for a long time they weren't even clear about what things we were seeing. Like, I mean, I don't think we got an actual answer about WandaVision until like later because we could assume, but then we were like, did what? Did she wait a week? Did she wait a month? Did she go like, how, and then we didn't know how long she had people under her control. Didn't know how, I don't think that's ever been answered. I don't think we know how long Westview's been, was up and then down. I don't think that was ever answered. So all like, uh, we got that Eternals happens during Falcon and Winter Soldier time. So I'm like, okay. But... And then I think Shang-Chi's a little after that, right? I think. But, like, I think it's hard because we are playing with this blip and trying to set everything up. And we're going into a multiversal war. Yeah. I also think one thing that it we can't forget that we're still dealing with is the fact that all these shows were supposed to come out last year so they're like shows and many of these movies so it seems very like disjointed in the sense that they're coming out and like not really in order which did happen you know in the prior phases a little bit but it was a little easier to decipher yeah but i think we're still dealing with the backlog of content and so that's not really helping clarify the matter in terms of like where things actually fit well and to be fair the first phase if we really look at it other than like the avengers and like team-ups we had three main heroes that we saw yeah so far in phase four we've now had wanda bucky sam we've had loki who's the that's in a completely different who knows where the heck that is i've had the eternals we've had Kind of... Shang-Chi. Well, yeah, I was going to get to Shang-Chi, but I, I was getting to Black Widow first. Kind of not Black Widow, but also kind of because of Yelena. Shang-Chi. And now we're getting introduced to Hawkeye. But we've technically already been seeing Spider-Man already, and now we're going to see him again. Then we're seeing Strange. Yeah. So I think that's the problem. That's where the all the disjointed... And that's kind of why I wonder if Miss Marvel was partially moved because of that. And because maybe some things are wrapping more up than we think they're going to. But that's why I think Hawkeye is in some way, shape, or form connected to Spider-Man regardless. Whether he, like, was present when maybe he was going, like, something was happening or what. He's going to be introducing something for Spider-Man. Because they can't just leave it at the Young Avengers. And with Spider-Man being the only thing I know that is confirmed to have three more to come and possibly shows involved yeah i'm i'm thinking with organized crime kingpin that's what's coming out of hawkeye i'm excited to see hawkeye but i i'm like stressed yeah because it doesn't make me feel better about where we're at in the mcu no agreed i feel like every time we do any kinds of predictions or reactions we're always like we're gonna get an answer this time and then we're always like we don't have an answer this time and then we just basically end up telling you guys how stressed we are and I'm sorry about that. We don't want to push our stress onto you. We love you guys, but we're stressed. We're not going to hide it from you. It's just the truth. <laughs> well, that's how, it, well, that's how I feel. It's like, I want to do just like what we did even for Loki, you know? And even if we were so wrong, I like to be able to go through the trailer and be like, so we saw this. What did this mean? We saw this. What did this mean? And it's like, I don't even feel like I can look at the Hawkeye trailer and say, like, we saw this, what does it mean? Because I saw battle kind of scenes, cool. I saw, like, their interaction with Kate, okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know, man. 
I'm just confused. I'm confused and I want answers and I don't know that Spider-Man's gonna help. I will say on a on a quick side note, I did while we were recording just receive a text, actually a series of texts from a friend who has watched the trailer. Oh gosh. They were in all caps. He sent me the link. So it's real and it's happening, friends. Live as we speak and as we record this for you. So that's super exciting. I'm going to hold off watching until we record because you guys definitely don't want to hear my screams in your ears right yeah. now. Especially after I'm ready to like go off just because I I really do. And I know we kind of just said this, but I want to just rephrase it again and again. I would love to give a full predictions, you know, and like I just what I love and hate. And I think we kind of said this with Eternals is because Marvel's doing this. Here's this. But you don't know what else is happening at all. You have no clue what's going on. I mean, even the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was like every footage from the trailer was up until like I think the fourth or fifth episode. And the last one or two episodes, we knew nothing. Yeah. So I think like, I know we talked about with the trailer, you don't know what to expect. I know we, we didn't see Elena. Well, no duh. But we know she's coming. And stuff like that. But I would love to give, like, a full in-depth, here is the trailer, here's what we're doing. But really all I can do is, this is what it might open. (laughs) This is where this might lead us. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, those are predictions in and of themselves. I feel like that's the best we can do at this point. The way Marvel has structured so much, it's so hidden, I think, more so than in previous. Let Let me rephrase this. I think every property in Phase 4 has had the same level of misdirection and secrecy that Infinity War and Endgame had. I think up until those movies, I don't want to say Marvel was ever transparent because they definitely were not, but there was more transparency about what we were going to see and what was going to happen in a movie. Yeah. And I think ever since those movies, they have been so, I don't know, so good at hiding the true intention of the movie and the true plot of the movie. So no, for sure. It's definitely made our job a lot harder. But at the same time, I think I really like the surprises. Like I really enjoyed the Twisted Eternals and how that completely caught me off guard. I Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I liked also, I mean, Shang-Chi was also very, you know, far removed from the trailer. So I am not upset about it. Um, I just, again, it just makes our life a little harder when it comes to these predictions. And I think we have to go a little more broad stroke than maybe you and I would like, Kate. But I mean, I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> Can I ask a slightly messed up question? Sure. You want a prediction? You want a theory? I'm going to ask it. Does Hawkeye make it home for the holidays? Oh, I don't think they're going to kill another Avenger on Christmas. I just don't. I think, to your point, we've lost three of them already. And let me, let me point out this. We've lost two to a definite death. We watched them die. Steve, you can say, is a death. Sure, I know you like to think the way you like to think. I like to think of him living his life in the sunset. So maybe we get one other Avenger that gets to go live his life in the sunset. Like, I... And also, I think... I think we brought this up in Black Widow. I don't see Clint dying because it negates Natasha's sacrifice. And I think a lot of people who were really upset by the fact that she was killed instead of him would be even more upset if the reason she died then was to save a man who only ended up living another year. Like, she wanted him to go home to his family, so she needs to, like, he needs to have the opportunity to do that in order for her sacrifice to pay off. So I think there's a bunch of reasons why I think he gets to go home. Well, I'm gonna say this. I would like him to live for the, not, I mean, you bring up good points. Mine is, I think he would, and I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I really hope Marvel doesn't do away with Hawkeye. But in the sense that he does do his retirement, but he is a mentor towards not just Kate, but even for the young Avengers. He rebuilds some of the Avengers. Like, I could see... Because let's... I, I mean this in the nicest of ways, but what is Hawkeye's legacy? Yeah. You know? Like, he really doesn't have one. And I don't mean that in a rude way, but look at what Cap what Tony, even what Natasha left behind, and Hawkeye's got kind of nothing. So I would really, it would mean a lot to me, and I think it would be a great way to really wrap up his character if, okay, he retires, this is his big, like, 
last huzzah, he passes on his torch, but, you know, we're not done seeing him. He's going to come in, maybe he will help the Young Avengers, and because you can't tell me these kids are going to stumble on each other. Like, maybe he helps them form, you know, something like, of that Like, maybe he nature. plays a Nick Fury role. Yeah, well, exactly, because obviously right now Nick Fury is, like, up in space doing his own thing, so... We're not even going to get into well, that no, because and I don't, I don't want, to. want to talk I about it. To, but I'm just saying... <laughs> So, he's doing his own thing. I would really like to see him be that mentor role for the Young Avengers. I think that'd be interesting. And especially since I think we predicted a long time ago we're getting the Young Avengers probably in a show more than we'll probably see them in a movie. Yeah. Just because even even the names tied to it, I couldn't see Marvel. Like, the biggest name is probably Haley. So, I couldn't really see Marvel making a film out of them. Um, not to mention they have I mean not that the slate's not always in flux but the slate does not have a movie for them and I know there's a couple of unnamed on there but we got other heroes we're worrying about well and I think they're unnamed because they're direct correlations of other movies or like direct spinoffs or whatever you want to call them and I just don't see them taking one of those spots for a young Avengers when there's going to be a bigger name Especially they haven't even marked the X-Men yet down on the calendar. I'm sorry, but one of them is well, the X-Men. So and that's why, you're but just not, for the, me, not the same caliber. I see that as we'll probably get it as a show. And I think that would be an ideal place to keep him at that point. You know, he leads them or helps them as a mentor. Like, he doesn't need to be in every episode, but it's a part for him. Because I think that's his legacy, finally. There's something for him to leave behind. And so... I would really love to see that's what comes out of Hawkeye for Hawkeye. I don't want to see him gone. I really, and maybe that's a part of me also just holding on to some of the original six because I love them. But it's also just, I don't think I can just sit there and be like, oh, he's off with his family while like everyone else is dealing, dealing with the world blowing up. Yeah. Like, and I also don't see Clint being the kind of person who can just sit there. I mean, even during Civil War, he was supposed to be retired. He was like, well, I had to get off my butt. Yeah. Like, you, and it was you a civil made me war. leave my farm for this, yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't even like a real threat. They were just fighting each other. So I, I I would have to, hopefully, like I truly am, that's my biggest prediction coming out of this. And not even prediction, but just like hope, theory, uh, manifestation, if you will, uh, that he will continue to be involved, even if it's in a small part, but it's something to just give him, give Hawkeye a proper legacy, especially to your point. He was a sack, or... or he was the one who survived the sacrifice. You know, Natasha gave his her life for him to live. And so I'd like, and this is going to sound a little awful, but I'd like him to do something with his life. Like, you know. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think I really like your idea, actually, of, of him taking on the Fury role for these kids. I think he's shown on many occasions he's really good with kids and, like, he gravitates towards them. So... It could be a way for him to kind of bridge the gap between, like, being an Avenger and putting himself constantly in danger and, like, being there for his family. Like, it could literally be, like, not that it's, like, necessarily a 9 to 5, but, like, it's a little more 9 to 5 than the, like, role he had as an Avenger. So, yeah, I actually really love that. Well, and as much as I, and I've said this already, I love the boots on the ground, but right now we're not looking at boots on the ground. No. Like, I love it, but we're, we're not. looking at celestials visiting Earth. Yeah, like, this is just not no. I, I I'm not gonna see freaking Bucky floating in space anytime soon. If I do, my mind will be blown. You, I will owe everyone like ten dollars. Like <laughs> if I see <laughs> I Bucky floating around, everyone gets ten dollars. Nothing major, just ten. I was gonna say hundred, but I was like, if I really bite my words here, I'm screwing myself over. <laughs> so, but I um. Yeah, I just, like, you know, and I think that's been something we've been talking about every single time. Where are we connecting these? Because before it made sense, now it's like, I'm not seeing them floating in space. We got the Eternals, who are literal aliens. Like, Drew's a hot one, but, like, (laughs) (laughs) But Eternals, I mean, Thena, a gorgeous one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we love them. Can we bring up another, sorry, just a quick tie between, and I know we talked about this during the one of the Eternals episodes, I believe it was the predictions, but everybody's talking about Makari and how awesome she was yes. and um, how she's hard of hearing in the, the movie, but I think it's been confirmed, and you talked about this, the mm-hmm. hearing aids for Hawkeye, so that's bringing him a little bit closer to his comic book counterpart who is completely deaf i believe in the comics well and i think in the trailer there's a reference to him being deaf as well cuz i think when he's trying to like 
jumpstart the car and he's like and I I think he's saying it to be like funny on the fact that he's wearing his hearing aids because he's saying like well I can't hear you I can't hear you like <laughs> as she's saying like oh I I I don't want to drive like blah 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 so I I definitely to I know I yeah it's to your point I had brought that up before and I am really glad that they're making if it is his last thing that he does at least to be comic book accurate in that sense um finally after 12 years i do think too you know i i know you've talked about this a lot how funny his comic book counterpart is yeah. i think they're starting to really allow that to live and breathe in the mcu version i think we're seeing a lot more of the sass and the the and and he has those lines in the avengers but he has so few lines in the avengers right so like now he's finally starting to have actual dialogue that's like allowing him to show his personality well and they also I don't love how they did Black Widow or Hawkeye in the first few movies they were in. Okay, I lied. I love I, I the opposite. I didn't love how they did Hawkeye in the first few movies he was in. Loved how they did Black Widow in the first few movies she was in. Then they like flip flopped, and I was like, no, <laughs> because like, why can't they both just be done well at the same time? <laughs> yes, because something that was always funny was like as a comic book person. Because obviously I'm a big fan of that love triangle that happens. But Bucky is Bucky and how he is. And just like, because obviously traumatized. And Natasha has her own and just has always been that very like, a, a spy. I am an assassin. And then there was always Hawkeye, who was like literally the same thing. But he was like, surfer dude vibes. So <laughs> I just like, I was a little angry like they flip-flopped them. Because to your point, Hawkeye had great lines in some of the Avengers. But they like... There needed to be more. Yeah. And he had the potential to be a hilarious, like, Thor-level hilarious, and with, like, certain one-lines, and they just kind of were like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. And I don't think it was Jeremy Renner. I think no. he wasn't given the material. Oh, I agree. And, I mean, I guess it doesn't help in Avengers. He's, like, half under mind control and damaged for half of it. Oh, yeah. There's that. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, even, like, we see him for 0.5 seconds in... Thor, but even then, he's not really doing much. Oh, yeah. I That's his first time on screen, is Thor. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited because I also think that Haley is bringing a sarcastic kid to this, and I love it. I think the few, like, one-liners I've seen in the trailer already, I, like, was laughing my butt off. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so just funny. perfect. Like, perfect timing. Even her facial expressions... So I'm excited they seem to play off well with each other, and I'm excited to kind of see how he is almost forced into this mentorship. But I want to bring up one last thing. Go for that it. That bothers me a little. I don't know to what degree they have record of what he was doing when he was Ronin. However, I will just point out, I can't see it was very kept on the record, considering he was going after the underground, and also, you know, the world was a hot mess for five years, because even though... I mean, I think that's one of Thanos' points is, but you guys couldn't move on. And I think that's a true point. I mean, we see it even, like, with the boats all still surrounding the Statue of Liberty and everything. They couldn't move on. So I can't think they were, like, extensively covering murders. They were like, oh, no, murders of bad guys. Who cares? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm a little intrigued to understand, and I really hope the show explains a little bit, how did... And also this means that she was not snapped by the way that would mean that kate was not right but i'm a little intrigued to see like how'd she know it was ronan and like how'd she get the costume and like all of that background yeah no i i hope they go into that i um i'm not gonna lie i'm not as familiar with her comic arc um so i definitely don't have the answer for you but i hope that for all of us who maybe are not um, following her in the comics, they do kind of give us that context and that background. Well, I mean, I don't even, we can do our research after this. I don't even know if that's how they actually meet in the comics, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You know, because I love the MCU for this, but, you know, they, they tend to cherry pick. So it's kind of like, I, for all I know, by the time Hawkeye's any sort of Ronin, it's like, so far in the future, we aren't, like, even aware of what's happening. So... Yeah, she's maybe, like, 35 and, like, has three kids of her own. Like, who knows? Well, exactly. Um, they so. definitely like to mix and match continuities, that's for sure. Well, yeah, and that's why I would really like to understand. I mean, like, 
she already wear like uses the bow and arrow, so I kind of want to understand like has she always followed Hawkeye, and maybe that's how she knew about him. But also think about if they're gonna paint her as like maybe eighteen at the oldest. Well, he would have been Ronan for five years. I can't see that her mother was out here letting her thirteen-year-old run around in the crime streets of New York and watch a dude murder bad dudes. Yeah. So <laughs> I do think it's interesting, though. I mean, if she. I mean, this is an assumption that she lives in New York, has grown up in New York. Yeah. Just based on where she finds him. Or where he finds 18. her, more specifically. Yeah, she's 18. 2023 is 11 years after Avengers. So she would have been seven years old when the Chitauri attacked. So how do we know that she wasn't, you know, saved by him? Or maybe she had a prime view of what he was doing. So there's some options there as to why he became her favorite out of all of them. That's very true. And something you actually kind of brought to my attention when you started saying that. I want an overlap with Peter. Because, and I, I think I meant to say this earlier and I never remember to, but I it's going to angrify me if you're going to sit there and, like, bring in these young Avengers and then have Peter, who's, like, been inherently in sophomore year for, like, ever, and, like, <laughs> not have him in any sort of involved with these people, especially if she was in New York when he finds her, then she most likely at least lives there now. So I'm like, there's no interaction the fact that there's two superheroes of some sort in new york and she knows spider-man's in new york and i like you know what i mean so i just like i need to eventually also see that i think because you're getting to the point where you're you have so many heroes that are now that younger age where i'm like do what you did with the avengers and bring them together kind of thing like those are the ones i could expect seeing seeing a spider-man seeing a kate bishop seeing a yelena there's a team up there already started well even um even ms marvel is in like jersey city that's what i mean they're all too close to me to feel comfortable yeah it's the same thing with like a shang chi and a scott lang they're both in san francisco are you telling me that you're not even gonna reference that in quantum mania like come on or the fact that shang chi i'm sure Shang-Chi Saw was a giant little man less... in the freaking bay. Yeah, I mean, but he was a little less. The prominence of his, like, real wasn't in San Francisco. And I guess if you look at also even Scott's stuff, it was like, it was personal. <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't really like. But he a... still was giant man in the bay. Like, well, you yeah. know, just like, that doesn't just, like, not happen. Well, yeah, but I'm just, no, fair. But I'm just saying, like, they don't necessarily need to always make that connection with those two, especially just because, like, very different but with new especially but like new york of all things you're not gonna tie some of these people together yeah like and especially now like we have to assume that she would know peter's identity so she would know how to find him yeah that's true like if this girl knew hawkeye's background of ronin and could find a uniform or make a uniform that looks exactly like his and somehow end up fighting the right people like unless and i don't want to get into this but unless Strange's spell worked. Oh, or or I or I'm gonna throw something else out here. <laughs> okay, rude. <laughs> I'm gonna throw something else out here that's gonna blow everybody's mind and I, it honestly makes my brain hurt. But what if if Hawkeye takes place after Spider-Man, this does not take place on our timeline. I knew you were gonna say that's what I thought you were gonna say originally. <laughs> That's what I genuinely thought. I'm not going to endorse that one. I will possibly endorse the first one. I don't endorse the second because I think Marvel would be too bold. And I think that could mess up so much if they're trying to bring the Young Avengers in. Then now they're going to have to just... Because think about this. The timelines are not going to be a mess forever. So I think that's too messy. And it's supposed to be our Hawkeye. I mean, he talks about plenty of things that you could tell are related to, like, even his family's like, you know, we've missed all these Christmases together because they were sad. Well, yeah, but think about it this way. You know how the timelines work. Everything goes, everything goes, everything goes. One change. So it would be the same I need you to up stop until... Talking. Because... Look, I'm not saying... I will, I'm not uh, saying no, that no, I... No, 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 no. I will happily endorse possibly the first one, that Strange's spell works. Fine. That's fine. I could actually get behind that. That would be a very interesting thought. But you trying to bring timelines into this, I will immediately stop talking to you. Because I am not playing that terrible Loki game that we've been playing since that stupid show came out, and we've been dealing with it. Until Multiverse of Madness comes out, I don't want to deal with it. 
Okay, uh, two things. One, I don't, I'm not saying that I personally subscribe to that theory. I just think it needs to be said because we are, in fact, let's talk Marvel fan theory. So I don't think we can just leave one on the table that's big and out there. I think it can be left on the table. Or just coming out of my brain or whatever. Outside in the trash. No. Okay, it just needed to be said for all the fans to ponder on. Now, I totally lost my second tree. Oh, my second. My second point was, you are going to have to deal with the multiverse before the multiverse of madness, and it's called Spider-Man No Way Home. But I'm looking forward to that, because I'm expecting to see three (laughs) Spider-Men. And if they try to throw anything else into that movie, I might blow my brains out, because at that point, I can't handle more. But, and and it's also been confirmed, you're obviously going to have to see something, because we have old Doc Ock, we have old Goblin... Like, they're not just coming out of the woodwork. Old Electro, too, yeah. from Andrew. Like, yeah. They're not, they didn't do that on accident. Like, yeah. But, no, and that's fair, but I, I, like I said, that movie's already so jam packed because we always knew it was gonna be Spider Man because we already had three of them that I was like, no, that's fine. But I mean, like, anything else, any other consequence that's not about the Spider Man, I don't want to worry about it until I see whatever Wanda and Doctor Strange get themselves up to, and even Loki, if he's in that, in the multiverse. Oh, I'm pretty sure he is, but we'll address that at a later date. Yeah, because I can't do that. (laughs) I don't like it either, because it makes my brain hurt. I just felt like it needed to be said for anyone who may have been having similar thoughts. No, I I definitely think the first one's a a for sure possibility, Um, but that doesn't mean that He's not, it doesn't look like he's not having a, like, it looks like one of his battles is the, the freaking bridge where they've been on every time we've seen any, like, anything. <laughs> so, like, the only thing that's ever been spoiled has been the bridge scene. The only shot we see half the time is the bridge scene. It's literally the poster is the bridge scene. Yeah, I, I know. I'm starting to wonder if it's two hours and 38 minutes of the bridge. That's what I'm wondering. But, like, my point being, that's New York still. Regardless of whether or not the spell was already put, that they forgot who he was, she still is in the same city as Spider-Man, who's having a very obvious fight on a bridge. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. You make a, I mean, you make a very valid point. I'm not going to deny you there. I think there does need to be a little bit more connection between them just even for the fans own sanity because right now all of the disparate franchises are making my head spin a little bit and i think a little bit of connection even if it's just like like how they planted hawkeye and thor or like i don't know they're i mean obviously like having howard stark in like the first avenger like let's plant in the seed yeah like let's you know even if they're not big team-up movies like well, Can here's we another just question. Have a little bit. Where's Hawkeye's farm? Do we have an answer to that? I pictured the Midwest. Great. But if you're gonna picture I the Midwest, know. you know who's hanging out in the Midwest? Yelena at her sister's grave in Ohio. Was that Ohio? I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on it, but she's in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I really feel like it was Ohio. You might be thinking Ohio because that's where they were at the beginning of the movie. Isn't that where her, where they said that, well, either way, Valentina said about her, she's like, I hate the Midwest air or something like that. Either way, she's in the Midwest. Okay. So she's in America. I was just questioning the exact location of Ohio, but okay. What do you mean the exact location of Ohio? It's right next to PA. No. (laughs) That's not what I, no, I meant whether the exact location in the Midwest was Ohio. There are many states in the Midwest. I just wasn't sure. Because I was was like, Ohio is the Midwest. (laughs) I don't know if I agree with that because it feels wrong, but it is considered the Midwest. Okay, good talk about <laughs> geography. Clearly, it's not our strong suit. Well, you're the one who brought up, well, I guess I brought up New York, but you brought up San Francisco, so I was bringing up the Midwest since we don't talk about it often because nothing tends to happen there. So, <laughs> Well, if if New Asgard is a thing, that's over what, Missouri? Ever? Something that ever happens? One of those States. Right now, it's located in like Norway, right? It's where it's where they are, where Valkyrie's the king or queen. I I I really refuse to watch Endgame, so <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tell you. Well, we'll uh, we'll circle back on that one. <laughs> but uh, I'm good. Are you Are you good? Yeah, I'm ready to watch this show. And also, keep in mind, we're getting two episodes at once. Just want to put that out there before we. Wrap up. We are getting WandaVision era kind of thing where we're getting the first two episodes back to back. So it'll actually only really be five weeks of Hawkeye. Yes. In which one of them 
Spider-Man comes out, so that's super fun. So Woo-hoo! be prepared for chaos. Yes. <laughs> that's going to be just hard. One, <laughs> one quick little note. If you guys heard us referencing the trailers, which we did a lot, obviously, in this episode, um, they will be linked in the show notes for you. So if you're a little confused about what we're referencing, there's some quick links there for you um so that you can follow along we i know you've listened to it by now all the way through but if you want to go back and watch and then re-listen feel free uh once you have the trailers fresh in your mind in terms of what's coming up we have a pretty full next few weeks leading up till the end of the year obviously hawkeye premieres next week so we'll be covering as to katie's point episodes one and two next week and then moving along the episodes weekly up until episode six once spider-man gets a little closer we will have two episodes the week before spider-man and two episodes the weekend that it premieres to discuss the predictions and reactions no one's ready for the reactions (laughs) no it's there's gonna be a lot of screaming (laughs) headphone users beware (laughs) yeah turn it down guys for those episodes but yeah so we have a lot of great content to take us down and out through the rest of 2021 we're super excited If you guys want to make sure that you're keeping up with everything that's going on, please, please, please subscribe to the podcast. If you are a fan of ours, please let everyone know. Tell all your fellow Marvel fans that you found this awesome podcast. Uh, Share it on social, all that good stuff. Leave us a rating or a review on your preferred podcast platform. And of course, please follow the blog as well. We have a lot of great content. This week, we'll also be breaking down or maybe by the time you listen to this, we will have broken down all the great news that came out of Disney Plus Day. Um, some of our reactions there. Not as much as we thought this year, but um, still some good nuggets coming out of there. So we'll talk about that on the blog. Um, and of course, Katie will talk about the Twitter. Yes, so we have our Twitter, of course. I spent a lot of time on it. So it's Let's Talk MFT. Go follow it. If you ever want to get in contact or have any sort of theories shared or talked about, that is definitely the best way to do it. Um, where you're very active on it and we are always looking for new theories. We obviously share some of our own. We retweet a lot of information. So if you're also trying to keep up with things, I'm always retweeting Marvel News, uh, even the rumors because theories usually come from rumors. So <laughs> um, just make sure you're keeping up with that because there's so much always happening on that between us just retweeting and sharing and also just us tweeting in general. So Go follow us on that, and it's also a one-stop shop, because if you would like to get right to the podcast when it comes out, come out right to the blog post when they come out, they are shared pretty much immediately as soon as they air. So follow us on Twitter, and you can find everything in one spot. But as we've kind of said, the end of the year especially, because we have no idea what January brings us, is going to be chaotic and a lot. And we love that, because that means that we're getting a lot of Marvel, but that also means that there's... A lot of content coming your way, uh, both with Hawkeye and, of course, Spider-Man, which we've all been waiting for for, like, ever in our lives. So there's a lot happening, which means a lot of our shows are going to be coming out, too. So there's a lot of content. Keep up with it because Marvel just blew your mind. So let's talk about it.